can have a seat. And children can go to their classes. It's so good that we can be here together another Sunday. Um, his name is Daniel and I'm Hannah. Um, today we're going to continue with the series we've been talking about the last few weeks. The series is named I'm Fine. Many times we show to society this face that I'm fine. And when somebody asks us, we say, I'm fine. But a lot of times our lives are not fine. And that's what we've been talking about these last few weeks. About having emotional and spiritual health. Um, good health. And today we're going to read what God says about that in his word. Open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48. Matthew 5, 43 through 48. You have heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven, for he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you're to be perfect, as your Father in heaven is perfect. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, bless the word. That today we could learn about you. That you would speak to our lives. That we could grow in you. Help us to have a health um, and a spiritual health with you. That our body and mind and spirit would be blessed by you. And that we could walk with you, Lord. Today and always. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Um, today we're going to talk about something that's very interesting and for me has been um, difficult a lot of times. It's about anger. I know nobody gets angry. It's just me that gets angry. That's what we're going to talk about today. So Webster's Dictionary defines anger as excessive emotion, passion incited for a feeling of hurt or injustice. 
When we hear the word anger, a lot of times we think it's something bad. Or that it has a negative connotation. But in the Bible, he tells us that there are many passages um, about anger. And we can get angry and have anger, but we can't sin. The anger in the Bible is not in self-defense, but it's in defense of others. We see different examples of this in the Bible. One of those is when Paul reprimands Peter. Because he didn't want to sit with the Gentiles. Um, because they were not circumcised. And Paul got angry. Later we see in the Old Testament. When Nathan reprimands David. Nathan was upset. And God was upset. Because David had taken a woman that did not belong to him. And we see different examples of this in the Bible. The problem is that a lot of times we can't control our anger. I don't know how many of you have thrown your telephone in anger. Or have hit a wall when you're angry. Why? Because we can't control our emotions. A lot of times people who have problems with anger have um, problems with physical abuse of others. They may be, um, abuse people verbally. Um, and may even hurt themselves. This is a real problem. And it's a problem that we have to treat. So according to CBS News, there are six symptoms um, that show that you have a problem with anger. So I'm going to tell you these six symptoms to see, um, so that we can analyze our lives and see if we have a problem with anger. The first one is that we get angry over small things. How many of us know people, or it may be us, that you can't say anything to? Not even a small joke. Because they get angry. Um, when I was an adolescent, I was like this. My parents would tell me something, and I would get angry. I thought I was right. And I, that caused me a lot of problems. And a lot of difficulties because I didn't know how to control my anger. 
Um, in Ecuador, we say that that age is the age of the donkey. Somos because we're stubborn y no and don't want to pay attention. So the first reason is that we get angry at small things. Um, the second symptom is that we interrupt people when they speak. So a lot of times um, if someone is speaking and we don't let them finish their sentence, it's because we think that we're right and those people are incorrect. Um, and we don't let them finish their sentence. Or when we let them finish, we don't understand what they've said. No because we don't listen. No and it's, it's not important to us. Um, and that's a way that reflects that you have anger. Um, the third reason is that we're whiny people. We complain about everything. Complain about politics, sports, the church, the pastor, uh, how you dress, or how you don't dress, how they speak, or don't speak, a million different things. Uh, we complain about everything. Um, the fourth symptom is that you hold on to resentment. And we take out that resentment at any moment. In all relationships, you're going to have problems. Because we're human. And we don't always agree. And it's not bad to get angry. But a lot of times when we get angry, uh, we're taking out trash to the other person. The things that we say or the things that we do can hurt other people because we don't forgive them. Uh, the fifth one is that we are too sensitive. So there are people that get angry very quickly um, that you can't say anything to. And the last one is that they have a cold heart. There are people that don't have compassion for others. Um, and it comes to a point that they're happy about the bad that comes to other people. Anger is something that we all experience at some point in our lives. But the problem is when anger has us as a slave. That's why it's so important to identify the problem. Last week, Kobe talked to us about addictions and how to identify the problem. 
that's the same in every area of our lives. We have to identify in what areas that we're failing. And I want that we, ha um, for us to have an emotional and a spiritual health that is good. And it's not bad to, to have anger. Oh, to ask for help. <laughs> Because a lot of times we can't control our anger. Um, and we can't do that just in our own strength. Or we try to do it in our own strength, but we can't. So we have to look for help. And God gives us people that can help. Um, here in the text, in Matthew 5, he tells us something um, that can help us. So he begins in verse 43, and he says, You have heard, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. This is something um, that they don't say directly, but we've heard today. The world shows us to hate your enemy. Or a company that has the same services as us. Because I can't grow like that other company is growing. So I have to hate the other company. And we see on TV commercials. We see Apple versus Samsung. Or Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. So we see a lot of things that show us hate between the companies. And with sports teams, it's the same. Because we can't see that another team is growing. This causes us anger. Um, so he shows us that the way to overcome anger is with love. And love does not mean that we're in agreement on everything. Love means that you're going to help someone else to grow. Um, sometimes you're not going to be in agreement. And sometimes you will be in agreement. But in the same way, um, you still need to show love. Um, and to show respect to the people. That's why he says, um, love your neighbor. Um, there are a lot of different things that cause us anger. It could, um, the things that cause us anger could be something from our past. Um, or it could be something we're reacting to today. But um, anger can cause damage or hurt to us as well. Um, 
Um, when I was researching anger, one common cause is that we never learned to control our anger. Because our parents didn't teach us to control anger. And a lot of times as parents, we don't teach our children to control their anger. The Bible tells us that we have to correct our children in their ways. And it's very important for us to teach our children to have self-control. And that they would be able to control their anger. Um, and he tells us a few things about the way that we should behave and our behavior. We have to love the world. Um, so if the world shows us hate, we still have to show them love. At the end of the text, he says that we have to be perfect. Some scholars say that a better word is complete. Um, and the word complete is something that we can't be on our own. That's why we have to look for God. We have to look for his help. And that's not just because we're in a church that I'm saying, look for God. But because it's something real. When we look for God, great things happen. Um, we can learn and put into practice how to control our lives. Um, in the Bible, there are a lot of verses about self-control. Um, one of those books is Proverbs. Um, Proverbs is a book that teaches you about how to have wisdom. Um, and wisdom about how to live your life correctly. And how to act uh, correctly with others. In Proverbs 14, 29... Proverbs 14:29 People with understanding control their anger a hot temper shows great foolishness We have to learn to control our our character our emotions um, We have to learn to be quiet and to listen to other people and to put into practice what we've learned in the church. And to react to others with love. To treat others the way that we want to be treated. Because this is what God wants for us. In Ephesians 4, verses 31 and 32. 
he asks that we leave different things. So Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. And here's the key for how to control our anger. In the last part of this verse, he says something very important. That we have to forgive. Um, when you forgive, you're free. And you change the way that you react to others. Um, when we have things that people have done to hurt us in our lives, um, sometimes we think back about that person. Um, and sometimes we don't want to, but we hurt the people that we love. That's why we have to ask God that he would clean us and clean our lives. So if you have to forgive someone, forgive them. Like Christ has forgiven us. Because that's the only way to leave to the side all of the anger. That we and to change the way we are to be compassionate and loving. So analyze our lives. Can see what do we have to forgive? Who do you have to forgive? What circumstances do we have to forgive? And forgive them. Forgive does not mean to forget. But that the things in the past don't continue to hurt you in your life. That's always going to be your life. But it's no longer going to hurt you. And you're not... Oh, and you won't continue to have those um, consequences in your life. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. Um, and think if any of you have suffered from anger. And who do you have to forgive? Um, what do you have to forgive? Today, Christ wants to forgive us, but he also wants that we forgive. And to bring to him our burdens. And that we can say to him, God, I forgive these people that have hurt me. I forgive the circumstances that have hurt me.
Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you that we can be here together and to hear your word. Ask you, Lord, that you would forgive us for our anger. And that you would help us to have control in our lives. Lord, in the same way that we would be able to forgive. Because forgiveness brings freedom. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. And that you help us in everything. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.